Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. Another peek inside the belly of the beast that is the opioid epidemic. So unfortunately, my son passed away last year. Uh, he married on February the 4th, and on February the 5th, he was found dead. We have not turned the corner yet when it comes to overdoses. And the point I'm trying to make is there's a difference between overdosing, you know, and dying and overdosing and surviving. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. On WBEN's Hardline Program Sunday, host Kevin Hardwick went in-depth on the opioid crisis. Yes, headway is being made, but we're not nearly out of the woods. Kevin welcomed in Avi Israel and Jacqueline Zambito of Save the Michaels, an organization named after Israel's son, Michael, who took his own life in the midst of opioid addiction. Um, I came here from Arizona, and um, I saw a sign of Avi Israel's about Save the Michaels, and sometime later, I contacted Avi and Julie, and I wanted to get together and find out about their organization. At the time, my son was still alive. My son is a disabled American veteran, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was disabled in the uh, Army, and that's when he got addicted to opioids. They started giving him drugs instead of taking care of the issue of the blown discs in his back. At the same time, they started giving him anxiety medication and antidepressant medication, and The doctors at the VA don't work together very well, so unfortunately they're always giving them medications and not checking with each other. And so these veterans often go undetected that they become addicted to opioids. And um, so my son became addicted to opioids and has been in and out of the VA many times. The detox centers are not monitored properly. These guys don't have the ability to stay in long-term Um, I believe this is why God has brought me together with Avi, Mm -hmm. because he's fighting for long-term care for these guys, for all people, men, women alike, you know, and he, most important that I've noticed about being with Avi and Julie is that they have so much love for all of these people. He cares about their dignity. He cares about their, he cares about their families. He cares about them, their clothes, their everything. I have not seen that at all in all of this, in all this time that I have been fighting for my son for justice, fighting for my son to get help. I've not been able to find anybody that's really helped the person from their heart and their soul the way that Avi and Julie have. So unfortunately, my son passed away last year. Uh, He married on February the 4th, and on February the 5th, he was found dead. Uh, This is still under investigation. my son met the person at the VA. She was working at the VA. So, you know, that's an mm-hmm. issue. 
and that wasn't taken care of by the VA, and they knew that my son was assaulted at the VA by somebody, and that wasn't taken care of by the VA. There were many, many veterans that are not taken care of properly at the VA, and I'm able to see now that Avi and Julie have stepped in and started this foundation that the veterans are even getting help through Avi, where they weren't getting help otherwise. So I am so grateful to Avi and Julie because he's helping so much. Well, well Avi, it is, it, it, I've seen you, obviously, a number of times yes. at the county legislature. I'm a, I'm a legislator, and, and we've taken several steps uh, in an attempt to combat the, uh, the epidemic. Uh, is it fair to say, I don't want to put words in your mouth, and I'm sure you would not let me put words in your mouth, <laughs> uh, is, it, is it fair to say that uh, you tried to work through the system and get state and local governments to, to address this problem in a manner that would make a difference, and you became frustrated, so you, you decided to just take matters into your own hands with the founding of Save the Michaels? Well, I think, uh, let's, put, let's put it this way, um, any... Um, any government agency that you deal with, um, de- you have to deal with bureaucracy. And bureaucracy gets in the way of treatment. That's obvious. We all know it. Uh, what we've decided to do with Save the Michael, excuse me, <clears throat> is to cut, to cut the bureaucracy. And that's what we do very good. And get to the point immediately and get help. Immediately. I, I, I see your ads running now on TV. You've got a, yes. you've got a good ad buy out there. I don't know who, uh, put together the ads, who's done the buying, but they've, they've certainly got a strategy which, which targeted me because I, I yeah. see them all the time. When someone calls the number that, uh, that flashes up on the screen, what happens? Well, first of all, they get the compassion that they have been lacking all along. The first thing that happens is we want to know if you need help right now. Are you okay? Do you, uh, what are you, what, what is it that you are using? Um, do you have a place to stay? Can do you, uh, do you want to go to detox or do you, you know, do you need to go to detox or do you need to go to treatment? Uh, and then we, we start rolling. Um, when a person calls, uh, we don't care on whether or not you got insurance. We want to know if you have, if you need help right now. Are you ready to go to treatment right now, this minute? And Isn't that one of the problems? Again, uh, if you're just tuning in, talking to Avi Israel of uh, Save the Michaels, also Jacqueline Zambito in studio with me. Um, isn't that one of the problems that uh, that, that we found that uh, someone calls a hotline and and it's like, okay, can you make an appointment uh, two weeks from Wednesday? And and you know, when someone calls, they're at a, many times they're in a time of crisis, and you got to get them then. And and, and that's, that's been impossible. That's been the biggest problem. And that's what has been one of the problems with the hotline. And I want I don't want to knock down the hotline. The mm-hmm. hotline helps. Anything anything helps. The difference between uh, the hotlines, it, it goes through several gates. Mm-hmm. What happens with Save the Michaels is you go through one door and one door only. We are a point of entry into the system, which is in government bureaucracies, that's not the way it goes. Mm-hmm. You have to go through several. You got go through several gates and before you get treatment, and sometimes it may take a day or two or whatever. When somebody is in the throes of addiction and somebody is suffering from withdrawal symptom, symptom uh, they want to get help right now. 
You know, there's not a moment to lose. When my son asked for help the morning of June 4th, he wanted help that morning. He didn't want to come back to, on Monday, and that's what he was told, to call back on Monday. So Monday, went, so Michael went into the back bedroom and shot himself. That's one of the things that we are trying to stop is for from somebody uh, not being able to get help immediately is either going back to using again because the pain of withdrawal is so severe and or taking their life. Uh, fortunately, we have made quite a bit of progress, and with the help of uh, the county, and I have to say something about the Erie County. Erie County has stepped up tremendously uh, in the last year compared to what it was four, five, six years ago when we started doing it. Well, well, I got to tell you, as a, as a county legislator, having uh, having dealt with you in the past, having seen your presentations, um, I, I got to tell you that's uh, that that's in large part because of your action. I mentioned the the, the families of Flight 3407 a little bit earlier. I don't think we would have had the changes in the FAA regulations were it not for those families. That's and right. I don't think if if you and and people that you brought with you to the legislative chambers didn't make us aware of this problem, um, you know, we wouldn't have been because we're we're out there in the community. We're like everyone else, and and uh, you know, some things we don't see. And you brought this to our attention and you you dramatized it listen we have to take a a break now um but when we return avi israel of save the michaels will be here uh along with jacqueline zambito uh eventually after the bottom of the hour news with alan harris we'll get around to some calls if you want to call in uh give us a call at 803-0930 803-0930 when we come back i want to talk about the government role not not uh just in uh, uh resolving the opioid epidemic uh, but uh, perhaps in causing it, and, and discuss that with Avi and Jacqueline. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930. And welcome back to Hardline. Kevin Hardwick here, sitting uh, with a couple of uh, parents who lost children uh, as a result of the opioid uh, epidemic. A uh, lot of us have been affected by that. Um, uh, most of us, thank goodness, have not been affected as directly as my guests. They are Avi Israel and uh, Jacqueline Zambito. You may know Avi from Save the Michaels, named after his son. Uh, uh, the website, by the way, is savethemichaels.org, and the phone number, in case you uh, you or someone you know needs assistance, is 984-8375, 984-8375, although I'm sure that information is on their website, savethemichaels.org. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jacqueline, uh, your son, uh, was, uh, uh, became hooked on this medicine directly because of the government. He was in, he was in the military and military doctors or VA doctors prescribed this stuff for him. Yes. Um, I supervised this last semester an honors thesis for one of my all college honors students, Katie Hobica. And she she did her thesis on the opioid epidemic and Erie County's response to it. And it was pretty amazing looking up at the, the lead-up to this and the government involvement. I mean, it began a couple decades ago when, when government started saying, hey, doctors ought to, you know, look at pain as a, a primary problem and not just deal with the disease but deal with pain. So so they, they incentivized or they required physicians to, you know, get involved in, in pain management what? in a way that they were not before. And then, you know, I was talking to a doctor of mine recently, and he said, you know, government, New York State government had an involvement in this. 
when they started rating hospitals. And, and you know, they, we, we, we go and we look at the rating. of We compare one hospital to another when we're thinking of a procedure, and we look for the five-star, the three-star, whatever. And uh, uh, that gave hospitals an incentive to make people happy when they, when they left. Yeah. And you, yes. you, you, you give us a bunch of these drugs and you get us high, and, yeah, we'll give you the five-star rating. That was the work of the pharmaceutical companies. So in the mid-90s, with the lead, mm-hmm. the leader was obviously Purdue Pharmaceutical that came out with this uh, smiling to frowning face. Yeah. And they convinced Congress that uh, the fifth vital sign was pain. And, and that was obviously uh, including in a, in a large strategy to sell more painkillers. So... When you uh, went into a hospital and and you were treated in the emergency department and and you know what was the rate of your pain and you go well I'm at seven yeah you were they were required to give you medication for 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 pain and the medication became opiates and the same thing when you left the hospital you were you were supposed to rate the hospital. And that's how government reimbursed the hospital. If you were satisfied and got out of the hospital with no pain, you got a better rate of reimbursement. Jacqueline? The interesting part about all of this is, yes, that is so true. But my son was a patient back and forth and back and forth in and out of rehab at the VA and was a patient for many other things, mental health issues as well. But my son uh, was working, and he smashed his finger. And he had to have surgery, and he had mm-hmm. to have steel plates put in and everything, nuts and bolts and all this stuff. But he went to a regular hospital. He went to a, a uh, an area where he didn't have to deal with the VA because they just wanted to give him the opioids. They didn't care that he was addicted to them. They didn't care that he kept saying, I don't want to take these. I don't want this. Instead, they kept saying, oh, that you have to have this. You have to have this. So my son decided to go and have surgery outside of the VA and have to pay for it himself because of this issue. Um, you know, um, it, 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 is, it, is it fair to say that through all of the work that you have done uh, and the lobbying at the, at the state, uh, in the local level, that maybe we finally turned the corner here, at least in, in Erie County. It seems like the, the, you know, we've reached the peak. Uh, it used to be not a month went by when you didn't hear someone, you know, I have my two youngest sons are 25 and 26 and they've lost a number of their friends. And it seemed that it was, it was happening quite frequently. I haven't heard about any of their friends passing recently and i know that's a small sample my two sons but have we have we turned the corner yeah i think we have turned the corner when it comes to the, to death and i uh, we have not turned the corner yet when it comes to overdoses mm-hmm. and the point i'm trying to make is there's a difference between overdosing you know and dying and overdosing and surviving what what is being done very good in erie county is we have created a system where if you go into the hospital, you get treated with the Narcan, obviously, right mm-hmm. away. You get treated with Narcan all over the place. And a lot and of people are carrying Narcan. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of people carrying Narcan. The, the Erie County did a tremendous, a great job in training thousands of people in Erie County to, to use Narcan. We're using a lot more Narcan today than what we were using before. 
We are now using maybe, at one time we would use maybe one or two doses. We are using five and six and seven doses of Narcan today to keep somebody alive because of the fentanyl. But we're not losing people at the rapid rate that we have lost. So, so are we, are we becoming complacent then because we don't see the death statistics? I think so. I think so. I think what is really needed now is the move towards treatment. And we're starting to do that with the help of some of the EDs, the emergency departments, where now you can get uh, medication-assisted treatment and an appointment to, to, to outpatient treatment right away. On Wednesday, May 23rd, a special 12 Voices in 12 Hours broadcast on WBEN addressing the opioid crisis. We'll welcome 12 in-studio guests all day long and end the day with a live community opioid conversation from the City of Tonawanda High School Auditorium at 6 p.m. Join us then and back tomorrow. That's 9.30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t